your Bibles this morning to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 9 and verse number 25. Today I want to talk to you about going from the cross to the crown. I want you by the end of this service to be so excited and to realize and to understand and to know that it will be worth it all. Amen? All the struggles down here, it will be worth it all when we see Jesus. Now, today is, is Labor Day weekend, and uh, if you don't understand exactly what Labor Day is, let me tell it, let me just explain it to you. Labor Day is the first Monday in September. You got it? <laughs> it's a creation of the labor movement. It's dedicated to the social and economic achievements of the American worker. It constitutes a yearly national tribute to the contributions workers have made to the strength, to the prosperity, and the well-being of our country. And uh, I just want to say to you today, everybody that works hard, you have contributed to the strength and the prosperity and the well-being of America. And uh, that's what that day was created for, uh, was to give you a little break and to say thank you for all your labor. And uh, it was created uh, for you to grill a hot dog. Well, no, not really, but uh, a lot of people do that. And uh, whatever you do on your Labor Day, uh, Brother Jacob here, he'll be working on Labor Day because that's what he does. He works every day. And uh, I'm going to borrow some money from him later. I want to explain to you and tell you something this morning and just hopefully encourage your heart. How many of you would do something for a little while that would pay you forever? If you would do that, raise your hand. You'd be willing to do something for a season in your life that would benefit you forever. You know, they say that if you're willing to do today what others want, you can have tomorrow what others don't. You see, not a lot of people are willing to work every day. Not a lot of people are willing to put in the hours. But man, they sure want that paycheck on Friday. And that when they get to retirement, they sure want a bank account full of money. But most Americans reach that time and they don't have it. And it's because they weren't willing to put in the time to have it. Now just let me encourage you a little bit. And uh, explain to you that you're going to die. I want to encourage you that with that today. You, you are not going to live forever. How many people here today are a hundred? Besides Brother Sonny. Anybody else? Besides? <laughs> Good to see my friend. I didn't get to speak to you last week. Good to see you today. So nobody besides him is over a hundred today. Any, we got any 90-year-olds? We won't go any lower because I, I, we, might, we might have, I think we have a few 80-year-olds. We're not going to tell your age. See, here's the deal. Nobody lives forever. 
The Bible says life is short. We're here today and we're gone tomorrow. It's like the grass. It grows up and it withers away. But can I tell you something? This is just a season of life. There is something called eternity. And it is forever. And ever. And ever. And ever. And it never ends. So what you are doing today, the relationship that you're building with God, See, you are here today on Labor Day weekend, sitting in the pew, investing in your eternity. And God rewards. The Bible says if you give a cup of cold water, as Jacob just walked up here and gave a cup of cold water. The Bible says if you give a cup of cold water, you will not lose your reward. God is watching you. God is taking notes. He sees everything you do. Somebody say, uh-oh. He sees everything you do. And those things that you do bad, you need to repent and ask Him to forgive you. And He forgets those. But every good thing you do, God records it and you will be rewarded for it. You are going to be paid forever for what you do here in this short little life. Now, I know it seems like eternity. For these young people going through school, those 12 years, 14 for some of you, these boys, no, I'm just kidding. It seems like an eternity. You're never going to get out, but you do. And you feel like, I'm never going to get married, but you do. I'm never going to have children, but you do. They're never going to leave, but they do. You see, time goes, and time passes, and what you're doing every day on a daily basis, amen, you are reaping in eternity what you're sowing today. The Bible declares that you reap what you sow. And you look around and you say, well, hey, man, they're getting away with all that. No, they're not, because this doesn't count down here. Oh, it does, and people do pay for what they do down here a little bit. But it's eternity where people's going to pay. And either you're going to be paid for good... Are you going to be paid for bad? We're not talking about the bad. We know if you don't know Jesus, if you die in your sins, amen, God is going to say, depart from me, I never knew you, and you're going to go and burn in hell for eternity. We know that. But I'm telling you, I'm talking about the born-again believers, everybody here, and if you're not, you will be before this day ends because you don't want to go to hell. Nobody wants to go to hell. We all want to go to heaven. But listen, just don't just go to heaven. Let's work toward heaven. Let's get to heaven and have something to show for it. Let's get to heaven, not by the skin of our teeth, amen, but let's bust heaven wide open and go and hear him say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Amen. Maybe turn me a little bit out down out there. I, I, I don't have anything up here, so I can't hear it all. But it, I see people cringing, so I may be too loud. Listen to this. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 25. For every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Did you know, Americans, we can't do that. I don't know if anybody can do that. My father, a man that fasted 40 days and nights, 10 times in his life. 
He, one time he fasted 43 days. Many 21s, many 7s and 14s. He was a man of fasting and prayer. But he would always tell me, Son, why is it that we can go for days and days and not eat a bite of food, but we can't sit down at a Mexican restaurant and stop eating chips? Because we're not temperate. We don't know when to stop. We're not temperate in our actions. We're not temperate in our words. Some people just don't know when to be quiet. And the Bible says in the multitude of words, there's sin. So what does that mean, Pastor? It means if you talk enough, you're going to say something you shouldn't. So we've got to learn to be temperate in our words, temperate in our actions, temperate in the things we do. See, there's a lot of things that people do that's not really a sin. It's just it's a sin because they overdid it. They didn't know when to stop. They went too far. We've got to learn to be temperate in everything in our life. And he said, if we do, now they do it, the world does it, to, to obtain a corruptible crown. Everybody's looking to be crowned. Everybody wants to be number one. Everybody wants to be challenged and come out victorious. But he said they do it and their crown is going to fade away. But we do it for an incorruptible crown. Amen. What we're doing here today on a Sunday morning, amen, is going to last for eternity. The prayer you prayed, the worship you gave, the money you gave, amen, the blessings that you give to people, amen, you're building something for eternity. And one day, you're going to stand before God, and God's going to open the books, and we're going to be judged. Now, for the believer, if you're born again, if you've given your heart and life to Jesus, you're not judged on your sins, because they're washed away. You're judged on what you've done good for your reward. The Bible says we're going to get, we're going to get a, ro a robe. We're going to get a robe of righteousness. Amen. We're going to trade our old tattered garment for a robe of pure white. And then the Bible declares that we're going to receive a crown. Do you want a crown? Well, Matthew 10, says, And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that endureth to the end shall be saved. I mean, somebody said, Well, I'm not saved. It's not the end yet. It's not the end yet. Keep hanging on. Keep praying. Keep believing. Amen. God is doing it. You've just got to be faithful. Amen. He that endureth. Amen. See, here's, what we, here's our problem. Nobody wants to endure. The Bible says endure hardness. As a good soldier, we live, in a, we live in a decade, we live in a generation of quitters. Everybody quits everything. That's why parents, let me talk to you. If your child starts something, make them finish it. If they don't like it, when that season's over, they don't have to do it again. But don't, don't let kids start stuff and just quit because it got hard. Because you're teaching them something. So then they get a job, and their boss gets on to them, and they quit. And then they get married, and they have a fuss, and they quit. And then they get children, and they get hard, and they quit on them. 
I'm telling you, we're raising a generation of quitters. Amen. It's time that the Bible says endure hardness, stand up, endure to the end, and then you will be saved. 2 Timothy 2.5 says, For if a man strive from the masteries, yet is not crowned, except he strive lawfully. Listen, in this game called life, you have to do it right. We see all these guys, we see all these girls, all these people in all these different sports, and they win, and they're crowned, and, all, and then they find out that they cheated. Then they find out that they took enhancement drugs. Then they find out that they did this or that. And what do they do? They take the crown from them. I'm telling you, I don't want to get to heaven. And God said, Amen, yeah, you did it, but you did it with a bad attitude. Yeah, you did it, but you did it wrong. Amen, you did it with sin in your heart. You did it just to impress people. And I, he takes my crown away. Oh, I don't want that. I want to do it right. I want to do it with a pure heart. I want to do it for legitimate reasons. I want to do it because I love God. And we've got to constantly be checking our attitude. Because we can get one. Oh, I can get one real quick. And then all of a sudden, you've got to check yourself and go, you know what? I'm losing the blessing of doing this. My mama used to tell me that all the time. We'd come and have to clean church. And I didn't always vacuum with the best attitude. Because I'd rather be out with my friends and be doing stuff. And Mama would talk to me and she'd say, look, you're, you're here. You're doing it. But if you do it with the wrong spirit, you miss the blessing of it. You still had to do it. See, you're going to go to work and you're going to work 8, 10, 12 hours every day. Whether you like it or not. If you do it with a good attitude... You're going to have a better spirit. You're going to be happier. Your family's going to be happier. Your co-workers are going to be happier. The boss is going to see it. You're going to get promoted quicker. You're going to get raised quicker. And God sees it and rewards you. Or you can spend those exact same hours with a bad attitude and you'll be miserable. Everybody around you will be miserable. And you get nothing out of it. So if we're going to have to live this life anyway, don't you want to do it happy? Don't we want to be rewarded now and then? Listen, you don't have to wait to get to heaven to enjoy life. We can do it now. But you've got to do it right. Revelation chapter 3, verse 11 says, Behold, I come quickly. Hold fast that which you have, that no man take your crown. I'm telling you, amen, the Bible says the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he tries every day to take what God has given you. He wants to take your joy, your peace, your love, your power, your relationships, your finances. And ultimately, He wants to take your crown. He doesn't want you to receive what God has for you. He doesn't want you to go to heaven. He has been kicked out and banished, and He wants you to go with Him. But you don't have to. The Bible says we can resist the devil, and he will flee from us. You can say, no. Let's just practice. No. You can say no. You don't have to give in to everything that the devil does. Everybody wants to receive that crown, but uh, uh, all the way from the heavyweight boxing champion to Miss America, they want to be crowned champ. The Cowboys have that dream. <laughs> I, got a, I got a bad look from Brother Johnny. 
they have, but you, you got to have something to hope for. <laughs> you got to have something to strive for. You got to have see see all of them. They 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 have this whether every sport has this trophy that they're going for. Oh, but church, we've got so much more. There's a crown laid up for you and I. And if we'll serve and we'll love and we'll live and we'll do every day well, I'm telling you, one day this life will be over and one day we will take our last breath. And to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And then eternity begins. And everything you did down here What are you going to be in heaven? The Bible says that we're going to rule and reign with him. See, here's how it works. You're going to have a lot of preachers. You're going to have a lot of CEOs of companies. You're going to have a lot of millionaires. You're going to have a lot of uh, 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 senators. You're going you're to have lawyers and doctors. You're going to have all the people here, I mean, that were super uh, uh, blessed and, and just, you know, I mean, they, they reach everybody and say, oh, I wish I could be like them. And they're going to be mopping the floors in heaven. If there's any moppers in heaven. Don't know. And I'd be cleaning the toilets. And it's going to be little grandmas and little mamas and little daddies and teenagers and that, that sat in church every Sunday and nobody knew who they were. Amen. But every time, amen, they were in the church when the doors opened. They were in the altar praying. Amen. They never missed their tithe. And maybe nobody in this world knew them, but God was marking and God was checking. And when they get to heaven, he's going to put a crown on them and say, you are going to be the king of this area. You're going to rule and reign over this area. And somebody's going to say, who, who, who is that? I don't know. I don't know who that is. Who's that over there with that big, huge crown? I don't know. They weren't really anybody on earth, but, man, they were sure somebody in God's books. And we're going to have all of those same people that were blessed here on earth. I mean, they can be right up there. Because, see, none of that. All this success down here on earth has nothing to do with heaven. This is all about earth. What you attain here on earth is earth. God's not going to consult your bank account, your IRAs, your retirement fund to determine how big your crown is. Aren't you glad? <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be having me like a little paper mache crown. <laughs> He'd give me one of them jack-in-the-box paper crowns. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> oh, but he's, God's not consulting that. He's not consulting our abilities, our talents. He's not consulting our looks. Glad there, I'd, I'd, I'd be, I'd be in trouble. He, God doesn't look. God said, "I don't look on the outward appearance as man does. I look on the heart." Revelation. Let me read James. James chapter one, verse twelve. I had so many scriptures, and I just didn't know which one to leave out. So I just, I just put them all in. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. If you love God down here, you're going to get a crown up there. Revelation 2.10, Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison. You may be tried, and you shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death. And I will give thee a crown of life. There's one crown 
in here, I, I didn't put, write it down, but there, there's a crown called the martyr's crown. I've told you many, many times, and I'll tell you again, that's not a crown I'm after. That's not a crown I want. If I have to take it, <laughs> because see, to get that crown, you've got to die for Christ. Every person over in Iraq that has been beheaded, I'm telling you today, they have a head and they have a crown on it. And their, their crown is unlike a lot of crowns. You'll be able to look at it and you'll know exactly who it was that gave their life for Jesus. All of his disciples that were killed and crucified and amen, persecuted and all the way up until Jesus comes, those that give their life for Christ. That young lady, that, that guy walked into school and looked at her and said, do you believe in Jesus? Are you a Christian? She said, yes. He shot her today. She's in heaven. She's got a big old martyr's crown. That's not one I'm looking for. But you know what? Some of us may get it. Because the, Jesus said we will have tribulation. Many will be cast into prison. Many will have to give their life. We think that's just in other countries and other places. But I'm telling you, it can happen here. It does happen here all the time. You've got to be willing. See, what you do here does here counts for eternity. 1 Peter 5, 4. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a clown, crown of glory. Not a clown. Oh, my goodness. Who wants to receive a clown? <laughs> you shall receive a crown of glory. Somebody said the clown's preaching. You shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Everything in this life is temporal. It fades away. Oh, then you can't wait to get that new car and that new car smell, and that smell just don't last forever. And then the payment book comes. You get that new house and that beautiful new carpet and it gets dirty, and the wood begins to rot. Listen, everything in this life is temporal, and it fades away. But God says, I've got a crown of righteousness laid up for all of those who love me. Amen. Everything we do down here counts for eternity, and I'm going to give you something that will never fade away. Second Timothy 4 says, For now I'm ready to be offered, Paul said. Or Timothy, I'm sorry. Uh, he was speaking to Timothy. The time of my departure is at hand. I've fought a good fight. I've finished my course. I've kept the faith. Henceforth, there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not me only. Somebody said, well, that's just for those big guys in the Bible. And that's just, you know, for people who've done wonderful and great things. And he said, it's not just for me only, but unto all them that love his appearing. Every person in every generation, amen, who has called on the name of the Lord and given their heart to God and then begin to live their life looking for Jesus' return. Those that love his return and his appearing, he's got a crown for them. Oh, listen, it's going to be awesome when we get, out, get to heaven, amen, and all sickness is wiped away and pain is wiped away and all tears is wiped away from our eyes and we've got a glorified body and everything is perfect and we're all sporting these beautiful crowns and there's no jealousy there. All of those crowns just tell our story. 
There's all kind of jewels in the crown. There's all kind of different things, amen, that represents our life and what we went through. And you'll be able to look at people and know what all, well, I mean, they, man, wow, they got a story. Remember Philip talked about having a story? Well, that, that, that crown is going to have a lot of that story. Because there's nothing you do down here that God's not going to reward. But we get there, we're going to be so proud of it. Everybody's going to be congratulating us. But then we see Jesus. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. The one that gave up his crown to come to earth and be born. The one that was stripped of his deity to take on his humanity. The one that was rich that became poor. The, the one that did no wrong but took all wrong upon him. The one that gave his life and allowed himself to be crucified. But he was crucified, buried, but he rose again and he was glorified. And he was crowned King of kings and Lord of lords. And when we see him, we sang it this morning. Revelation chapter 4 and verse 8. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him. They were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne, and they worship him that liveth forever and ever, and they cast their crowns before him, before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord to receive glory and honor and power for thou hast created all things for thy pleasure they were created I'm telling you everything that we've done here on earth is going to be worth it and God's going to reward us and we're going to be blessed Amen. And I want a position of, in heaven. I'm telling you, you know, they sing that little song, just give me a cabin in the corner of glory land. There is no cabins in the corner of glory land. They're all mansions. And he's got one for you. And it's going to be awesome. And it's going to be blessings. Amen. And we're going to have crowns. But when we see Jesus, amen, we're, none of that's going to matter. Amen. We're going to cast our crown before him and cry with those elders, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And we're going to say thank you. If it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for your sacrifice, we wouldn't be here. We had no opportunity. We had no hope. Amen. We were lost and undone, a sinner and on our way to hell. But Jesus gave his life. And when we see him, we're going to worship him and cry holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty. I've told you this story so many times. But every time I tell it, there's always those that haven't heard it before. So it's worth repeating. Back in the time when communism was spreading, they marched into a village in the dead of winter with cold and snow and ice on the ground. They marched in and they went through the village 
and they gathered all the people and they began to separate those who were Christians from those who were not they asked them, they gave them a choice either you can go here strip all of your clothes off stand in the snow or you can deny your faith and go home many chose to go home but there were many that would not deny their faith they would not deny their relationship with God they would not deny Jesus just like those today and they stood right out there at the end of town in the snow and the ice no clothes their clothes piled up in front of them the guards standing guard all in their coats and guns and they would tell them if you want to deny your faith you can pick up your clothes and go home one by one they watched these Christians drop and fall in the snow to their death toward the end of the day there was one very weak frozen hypothermia setting in right before that point that they were about to die couldn't stand any longer they broke out of that line and grabbed their clothes and began to make their way down the street all of a sudden one of the guards that was guarding them dropped his gun in the snow and took his coat off and began to take his clothes off and the other guard said what are you doing we don't understand he went and he stood in those footprints in the snow and they said you can't do this what, what, what are you doing he said I've said and I've watched all day long what has been happening and right before each one of them would drop in the snow and die I saw this crown coming down from heaven and it sat upon each of their heads and there was a crown coming down right over that one and they ran out from under it and I don't know what it is but I want it there is a crown of righteousness laid up for those who love the Lord it will be worth it what we're doing down here for a little while will pay us forever so you told me a while ago that you were willing to do something for a little while that would pay you forever do you still mean it are you willing to serve the Lord all the days of your life? Are you willing to say yes to Jesus? Are you willing to say no to the devil and no to your flesh and no to what the world is doing? Are you willing to stand up for Christ? Because I'm telling you, there is a crown and it's coming down. And there are still people today that continue to run out from under it. Amen. They're leaving the churches by the droves. They're, they're giving up. They're quitting on God. And amen. Somebody hurt their feelings and somebody offended them it's the devil he's trying to take your eternity and he's trying to take your crown don't let him stand this test of time be faithful he that endures till the end 
shall be saved. Heavenly Father, today, thank you so much for that crown of righteousness. Lord, I thank you that it will be worth it all. Oh, but it does get hard down here sometimes. Because sometimes I forget that there's an eternity and a heaven, and I think this is it. Every Monday morning, alarm clock. Every hour of labor. I'm just working till retirement. Oh, God, there's so much more. Open our eyes to the world. Open our eyes to the lost. There's a devil out there destroying people's lives. There's a hell being filled. But there's a heaven for all of those who trust Jesus as their Lord and Savior. For those who are not willing to give up. To those who endure to the end, they shall be saved. And there is a crown. Thank you for that crown. I don't care what it is, what it looks like. I just thank you for it. Whatever we do down here on earth, it'll be worth it. But Lord, let us do it with the right spirit. Let us do it with the right attitude. Let us do it because we truly love you and love people. Not because we're trying to impress anybody. Or Let us be genuine in our worship, in our walk, and in our work. You're here today and you say, Pastor, I want my crown. I'm not going to let anything. I just want to make a declaration today. I want to endure to the end because I want to be saved. I don't want anything to cause me to give up. I don't want anybody to cause me to turn back. I want to endure, but I want to do it well. I want to serve God. I want to love God. I want to, be, I want to spread His Word. I want to win souls. I, there's a soul winner's crown, too. We didn't talk about that one. That was as he that wins souls is wise. Woo, I want some notches on my crown. Amen. Get out there and testify. Tell people on the job. Bring them to church. Every person. Here's the deal. I'm going to start preaching again. Listen, you just encourage somebody to go to church. You just plant a seed. And then somebody else plants a seed. And then somebody else is praying for them. And then somebody else brings them to church. And then the preacher preaches. And then the Holy Spirit draws them. And they get born again. Guess what? Every one of you. Get rewarded for that soul. Everybody that has a part. So don't worry. Well, I'm not the one. I didn't pray the sinner's prayer with them. I, listen, just plant a seed. One plants, one waters. Amen. The Lord gets the increase. But we all get rewarded. Church, this is not a this is not an individual thing. This is a team effort. The whole body of Christ working together to help one another to get there. Amen. If you want your crown today, just stand up right where you're at. Hey, give me a Kleenex, please, baby. Every day, you have an opportunity to run out from under that crown. 
But can I tell you something? You don't have to take that opportunity. Every day you're going to be tempted to give up and quit. Just don't take the opportunity. Every day you're going to have the opportunity to sin. Just don't take the opportunity. If you do, thank God for grace and mercy. Repent. Say, God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. That was my flesh. Ask God to forgive you. He's faithful and just to forgive you. We're growing. We're not perfect. We're not going to ever be. But we need to be growing closer every day. Don't give up. What you're doing today counts for eternity. I just want to encourage you today to do it better. I want to encourage you today to do it with more tenacity. Realize that there is an eternity and everything you're doing today counts. Man, I've wasted a lot of days. I've wasted a lot of days just absolutely doing nothing for the kingdom. It's not a, listen, we don't just want to work on Sundays. Let's work every day. Let's be an encouragement every day. Let's pray every day. Let's read God's Word every day. Let's look for every opportunity to just encourage somebody, bless somebody, smile at somebody. Just be Jesus' light out in the world on a daily basis. In your home, everywhere. Knowing that God is keeping record. And God's going to reward you for every good deed, every good word. But that's not what gets you to heaven. You can do everything good between now and then and still not make it to heaven. You say, what? Yeah, we don't get to heaven on our good works. We get to heaven by the grace and mercy of God. For by grace are you saved through faith. It's just accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and repenting of your sins and believing in your heart. That's what gets you to heaven. All your good works just reward you when you get there. So if you're here today and you say, Pastor, I've never given my heart to Jesus. I've been trying to do good, but I realize I can't get to heaven being good. I need Jesus. Oh, you're in the right place at the right time. Say with me, dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you're God's son, that you died for my sins, and you rose again. I ask you to come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. I repent of my sins. I ask you to forgive me. And from this day, I'll live for you. I'll do good. I'll bless others. I want that crown of righteousness. That crown of life. And I won't let anything Take that away from me. Thank you. Father, I declare all over this building there are believers, moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas and teenagers and children who, Lord, they love you and they serve you, but, man, the enemy has just been fighting them. Lord, I thank you that their crown is beautiful. It's already molded and shaped, and, Lord, you've been putting gems in it their whole life they've been loving you and serving you but Lord they're discouraged I pray today that they would just see in the spirit today that crown of life that you have for them and they just determine today nothing is worth missing at 
Nobody, no circumstance, no pleasure down here is worth missing out on my crown. So, Lord, we just make a new dedication. And we just say, Lord Jesus, continue to help us serve you. Continue to help us walk in love and power. Continue to let us be a witness and continue to let our light shine. And just encourage us today to know it will be worth it all when we see Jesus. Father, I pray you bless our people this week. Give them a great week on their jobs. Give them a safe holiday tomorrow. I pray, Lord, that you would just let the love of God fill every home. Just let us know that we're working for eternity, not for a paycheck. And I declare your people blessed today in Jesus' name. Everybody said a big amen. I love you. Happy Labor Day. We'll see you Wednesday night and next Sunday morning.